The consolation of Israel means the Messiah's hope is here. God promised it in the Old Testament and now is being fulfilled. Remember I told you everything by divine order. Everything appointed by God. Nothing is by coincidence. Nothing. Even in our own time. God has everything in subjection to Himself. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Well, we're in the middle of a series celebrating Jesus' birth, and as Raul explores the moving story of an elderly man who recognized his salvation in the tiny baby Jesus, you'll be led to consider your response to the divine Son of God. As Raul unfolds today's passage, we'll see that Jesus' mission was to free us from sin's bondage. Let's listen as Raul Reese begins the message, God's Salvation. If you have your Bible, join us in Luke chapter 2. When you read the life of Christ, it's pretty amazing. When you see the kind of person that God sent into this world. And it's pretty neat because when you look at the study this evening, you're going to begin to see that Christ is God's salvation for us. And for any person that will come to know Him personally, He becomes salvation unto them. But one thing that amazes me about the story of Jesus and the study tonight, is that you can really appreciate the grace of God when you see the kind of world and culture that Jesus had to constantly be born into. It wasn't a time of peace. It was a time of turmoil. Rome was ruling over the nation of Israel. They were being oppressed and depressed. They had high taxation going on. And at the same time, while the people of God were not only crying out to God, yet the people of God's heart was being crushed by the Romans. And yet God saw through His Son that He would send His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into the world so that He would redeem not only Israel, but the Gentiles from all their sins. His days were days when people as a nation had not heard from God for over 400 years. There had been a silence. There were no prophets. You see, God, through the redemption that He was going to bring upon the Jews... In the Old Testament, it closes with a curse, but the New Testament begins with the grace of God after 400 years. And it's so neat to be able to see that God already had a plan for Israel, a plan for His people. And yet the Jews, through the Pharisees and the scribes, continued to be rebellious against the things of God. And at that particular time, Herod, the king, remember, wanted to kill all of the infant children. They were under two years old and under, and he wanted to get rid of them as Satan would want to get rid of the seed of the woman, Jesus himself. The most important thing about Jesus Christ coming into the world is that he would become the Savior of the world. He came in fulfillment of the Word of God. Jesus' parents 
Obeyed the law first by having the child circumcised when he was eight days old. So they're keeping with the covenant of Abraham and with the covenant of Moses and the law. They very easily could have not circumcised the child, but they're trying to fulfill the law. You see? Through the male child, Jesus. The circumcision was a sign and a seal of the covenant that God had made with Father Abraham in the Old Testament. And it was required of every Jewish male who wanted to practice the faith would have to be circumcised. It was the cutting of the old skin, cutting of the circumcised heart in the Old Testament. In obedience to the Lord, Mary and Joseph gave him the name Jesus, which means what? Jehovah is my salvation. Jehovah is salvation. Pretty cool when you see the whole story that Luke is actually bringing here before us this evening. Concerning this salvation that we can only have and only possess through Jesus Christ our Lord. Look at verse 21 again. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And that was already prophetical. Going back to the Old Testament, all the prophecies that had been given there in the Old Testament. Now when the child was 40 days old, Mary and Joseph had to come to the temple for the purification rites described according to Leviticus 12 verses 1 through 8. You see, they're following the word of God all the way through. And here Jesus Christ now is going to be born, he's going to be presented, he's going to be circumcised. And what God desired in this law when they would bring him down to the temple, is that the people of God, the mother and father, would have to give their firstborn to the Lord. Imagine that. Their firstborn, everything that was first went to the Lord. The first of your fruits, the first of your children, everything that was first went to the Lord. God always got the best, not second best or the castaways. So what are they doing? They're fulfilling the law. As they're presenting that little baby, that little baby will become one day what? The Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Jesus. And then we see in verse 22 again, notice, And when the days of their purification were accomplished, to the law of Moses were completed, they brought Jesus to Jerusalem to present Him to the Lord. As it was written in the law of the Lord, every male opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons will be given unto him. Leviticus 12, 1 through 8, you can read that on your own. Secondly, Verses 25 to 35 now, we see Simon sees the salvation of God. Simon is a very old man and he has not died because God told him, Simon, you're not going to die until you see the salvation of God. God made a promise to him that he would see the male child, Jesus, and then he would die. Notice what it says beginning with verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon... And this man was just and devout. Notice the character of Simon. 
waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. He was a man not only waiting upon God's consolation, but he was a man totally committed to God, filled with the Holy Spirit, used by the Holy Spirit, as he was there in the temple serving God. And it's so neat because Simon here, not only waits for the miracle of God to come through His Son Jesus Christ, but he's waiting for the promise to be fulfilled when he will actually hold the baby in his arms. And then he'll know that salvation belongs to the Lord. And yet he said this in verse 35 again, as you continue to read, Yes, a sword will pierce through his own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. You notice what Jesus is going to go through. But look again at verse 27. He came by the Spirit into the temple and when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up into his arms. He blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. What do you mean depart? Now I can die at peace. Why? Because your promise has been completed, fulfilled. Lord, you are now letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all these peoples. A light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Notice that Simon the Jew does what? He puts together the Jew and the Gentile. The same thing that Paul the Apostle said in the book of Romans chapter 1, 16 and 17. Listen to what he says. He says in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Here it is, for the Jew first and also for the Greek or the Gentile. For it is the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Here it is, Simon, fulfilling the word of God. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We'll continue with more from Luke chapter 2 in just a moment. But right now, we have Raul with us in the studio once again to give us some practical advice on how we can share Christ with those around us. Raul, you've been involved with local law enforcement for many years. Tell us how your experience as a veteran has influenced those relationships. When I became a chaplain for the sheriffs, they would have nothing to do with me. They thought I was just a pastor, right? Hmm. So they sent me outside in the meetings. So I took my book and my movie, and I left it there. So I didn't come in for two weeks. And when they read my story, and they knew I was a veteran, they came and said, Hey, Raul, you want to come in? From that point on, I was for 20-some years, because I rode with these guys. I went to situations with them. Mm-hmm. And then they would come to me individually about their marriage, about their promise individually, which is so awesome to see that even though some of them were never in the military, I mean, they go out every day, and they got to put their lives on the line. So they need prayer. Right. And for me, it was the greatest, greatest thing, apart from Vietnam, that God let me come home, that I was able to be put there by Christ and to not only become friends with these guys, but brothers in the Lord that I've seen so many of these guys. And I would encourage you guys out there, if you're listening to me, that if you're in the military or you're a policeman, whatever, a fireman or in government, that we're all going to die. 
Bottom line, it's there's an appointed time for a man to die and then the judgment. Hebrews 9.27. So, you're going to die. What are you going to do with your life? If you don't have the assurance that you're going to go to heaven, you need to be assured. How do you do that? Well, accept Christ by faith in your life. Get a Bible. Read the Gospel of John. And then from that on, you know what? I can't tell you. God will tell you what to do. And that happened to me, and it will happen to you if you're open and you humble yourself before the Lord. Well, we do pray that God will open our eyes to those kinds of opportunities and give us the right words to speak when they happen. Roll, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Well, in just a few moments, we'll tell you more about an audio pack that could help you share the love of Christ this Christmas season. But first, let's get back to more of today's message. And then he said this, Which of you have prepared before the face of all the peoples a light to bring salvation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel? And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And then Simon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising of many in Israel for a sign which, notice, which will be spoken against him. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, and the thoughts of your hearts may be revealed. Speaking of what? That Jesus Christ would die and would be mocked and would be ridiculed, and finally they would kill him. And Mary, you're going to suffer through it. You're going to see it because you're the mother of Jesus. Can you imagine what that must have been like for Mary when Jesus was just a baby? To hold that for 33 years and finally to see it fulfilled in the word of God. And here we have Simon and Anna. Like Zachariah and Elizabeth. They were part of a faithful Jewish remnant that eagerly were looking for the anointed Messiah to come. And now here is the Messiah in front of them. And because of his readiness, Simon's eagerness to die. Simon is usually pictured as a very old man. But notice what the scripture supports. That he knew what was going on. He wasn't senile. He was a man who was led by the Spirit of God. He was a man that taught, that was taught by the Word of God. He was a man that was obedient to the will of God. And therefore, he had the privilege, listen, the privilege to see the salvation of God. Even as we are privileged today, that through Jesus Christ, anyone that comes to Jesus Christ at 6 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock noon, 3 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the evening, and at the close of the day at 6 o'clock, Concerning salvation, it's in reference, spiritually speaking, to those that come to Jesus Christ early in life and those who come late in life. And yet the grace of God is the same. God is not a respecter of persons. As God saves people, and here it is again, divinely appointed once again. He was a man of true salvation before God. And then you think how important... It is for people not only to see God's salvation, Jesus Christ, before He dies, but also within our own lives. Think of how many of your loved ones and friends have not seen the salvation of Jesus Christ yet. So many that you know and I know. And how sad it is for someone to die without the salvation of Christ. Because you and I know that if anybody dies without Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, what happens to them? They go to hell. The only way to avoid hell is to be born again of the Holy Spirit. 
And as we receive the Holy Spirit, as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, just like the song of salvation hymn, for my eyes have seen your salvation. He speaks of the stone, which is Christ. He speaks of the sign given, which was Jesus Christ's miracle, through what? Through the virgin birth. And then the sword that would come, as Jesus Christ would experience not only sorrow, but He would experience death. Death on the cross. As He would go to Jerusalem one day, and He would be mocked, He would be betrayed for 20 miserable dollars by one of His disciples. And then the other 11 would run away and leave Him alone. And 600 men with swords and with torches came, Judas leading the way. And Judas coming and betraying his master and Lord with a kiss. Continual kissing the Lord until Jesus said, stop kissing me. And then being arrested and taken into the court to be mocked and ridiculed. To be spit upon, to be actually slapped around. And then to take a cross after taking 39 stripes on his back. And then carrying the cross to the place of crucifixion. And then when he got to the place of crucifixion, what happened to him? They laid him down and they put nails through his hands and through his feet. And they put a crown of thorns on his head. Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that died for you and the one that died for me. And yet he said what? Father, forgive them because I love them. And then they took a spear. And they came by and they speared his side. And this just blows me away. As he was laying there on the cross already dead. When they speared his side. And they came to him. All of a sudden they made the hole on the side of his heart. And the water and the blood began to drip out. That's the savior that we worship tonight. He's not like Buddha. He's not like Krishna. He's not like any human being that's ever lived. He is deity. He is God man. The one that we love. The one that we want to continue to worship over and over and over and over again. Look again what he says in verse 27. And so he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law. He took him up into his arm and he blessed God. And he said, what is he doing? Infants that are born. What do we do? We bring him up here. I'll bring them up and we'll give their name. And we'll dedicate them unto the Lord. Why? Because we want, they're not receiving salvation as babies. But we dedicate them unto the Lord and we make the parents responsible for the children, for the parents to bring up the child in the ways that he should go. Not only because of Jesus. But you go back to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, where Samuel was born to his mother Hannah through prayer. And what did she do? She brought him to the temple and dedicated him to the Lord. Lord, you can have my child. That's a good thing to do with children. And allow God, since they're born, to turn them over to the Lord and for God to do whatever He wants to do. And as a parent, I have the full responsibility to teach my children the Word of God. Look at His beautiful praise here in verse 29. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Whose is salvation? Jesus Christ. Jehovah Shua. God is my salvation. Which you have prepared before the face of all these people. 
from all eternity. What is he going to be? A light to bring revelation to the heathens. Imagine that. Jesus said what? I am the light of the world. Look, and the glory of your people Israel, Jew and Gentile alike. And then Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken by the priest Simon. And then Simon blessed them. And he said to Mary, his mother, behold. See, now he turns them over to the mother and father for full responsibility. And he says, behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising. What do you mean the fall? Well, the nation of Israel would fall in judgment. And then the rising is what? When Jesus Christ not only would die and rise again from the dead, but the birth of the nation of Israel, even like on May 14, 1947, is God once again would give the nation of Israel another opportunity in the last days to come to know the Messiah. It's God's will in the last days for their fall and the rising of many in Israel. And for a sign which will be spoken against, yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul. Notice, Mary, you're going to get hurt bad. When you see your child being mocked and prosecuted, and actually wearing a crown of thorns, and eventually nails will go through his hands and feet, and then finally a spear will bring forth the water and the blood, and he will die of a broken heart. Mary would suffer, yes, A sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. You see, Jesus Christ will touch hundreds and hundreds of hearts as he reveals himself to them. And then, final point, verses 36 to 40. Anna now bears the witness of the Redeemer too, as you come to the end of the chapter almost now. Look what she says. And now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, and she had lived with the husband seven years from her virginity. But this woman had become a widow now, about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God, fasting and prayers. Can you know, she was a godly woman. She was just serving the Lord. She would pray, she would fast, and she would wait for the Lord to speak to her heart. And there are godly women just like this woman, Anna, that love the Lord and they pray and they fast and they give their whole lives to the Lord. And then verse 38, And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of Him to all those who look for redemption in Jerusalem. She also witnessed to everybody that she got a chance to witness to. Well, if you've never received Jesus' gifts of forgiveness and salvation, we hope today's message has stirred your heart to make this life-shaping decision. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Now, if you'd like to review today's lesson, just call us at 800-634-9165, and we'll send you a complete copy for a donation of $5 or more. When you get in touch with us, ask for Raul's teaching titled, God's Salvation. We'd also like to tell you about a resource with more insight into why Jesus had to come to your rescue. Simply titled Salvation, Rawls' four-CD series explores how only Jesus could lift the burden of our sins. You'll see that the mighty love that motivated Jesus' birth is the same love that can transform your life. 
Act now to order Rawls' four-CD Salvation Series. To make your purchase, visit us online at somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. And we'll send you this collection for a gift of $18 or more. Once again, that phone number is 800-634-9165. If you'd like to order by sending us a check, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We also encourage you to enrich your spiritual life with our many Somebody Loves You resources. Every one of these programs is available to download as a podcast using iTunes or Spotify. You can also download our free app for convenient access to our online resource store. And don't miss Straight Talk with Roll. Visit his YouTube channel Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific for biblical wisdom to guide you in a Christ-centered life. This is a listener-supported ministry, and we thank you for your generous donations. Your partnership is crucial, and every gift is tax-deductible. We hope you have a truly blessed Christmas celebrating Jesus' miraculous birth. Join us next time as we continue this series, meditating on the greatness of God's heart and the matchless gift He gave us in His Son. Now, here's Raul once again with a final thought to take with you. And so when they had performed all these things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth. And then check this out. The child grew and became strong in spirit and filled with wisdom. Notice that. His spirit, his soul, and even himself. Look at and the grace of God was upon him. And yet, as the grace of God was upon him, think of how much grace God has given to you and to me tonight. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.